Greetings, PBIC. Welcome to the Post-Church Podcast, a time where we reflect on the Sunday sermon and answer some practical questions. My name is Neil, and I'm here with Pastor Billy. So we're in the King and Kingdom series, the Gospel of Matthew, and this week we've moved on to chapter 12, verse 1 through 8. Uh, Pastor Billy, go ahead and uh, give us the summary. Thanks, Neil. So as we come to Matthew chapter 12, uh, we get a, a recounting of a story and its um, beginning seems somewhat innocuous. Uh, the story starts with Jesus' disciples picking some heads of grain and eating them on the Sabbath. Very innocuous, but leads us on a journey uh, on which we learn a lot about the identity of Jesus and how the sort of pharisaical mindset of the time was um, sort of distorting um, the way people were living, particularly in regards to the Sabbath. Um, So Jesus sort of counters the Pharisees sort of uproar about what his disciples were doing on the Sabbath by going into God's word, using God's word to um, clarify the intent and spirit of the law of the Sabbath that had been so utterly distorted and diluted by all the extra regulations that the Pharisees had ultimately added on to this practice that was meant for rest. It was meant for freedom and turned into kind of a measure of bondage. And ultimately we came to this conclusion that Jesus says that he is the Lord of the Sabbath and that this passage really is about Jesus, his identity as the Son of God and the Creator God himself, the God who was at creation and instituted the Sabbath is this same uh, Jesus. And he's worthy of um, being our Lord, right? He's not just the Lord of the Sabbath, but he's worthy of being our Lord. Thank you, Pastor Billy. So the first question, um, this is uh, with something you mentioned in the beginning of your sermon. You mentioned that there were two main you mentioned two main ideas of Sabbath. Uh rest and time. So I wanted to tackle the rest part. The Sabbath in the Old Testament covenant, uh, we see that, you know, was the seventh day of God resting after the six days six days of creation. The idea of God resting on the seventh day seems a little unsettling. Um so did God need rest? That's a that's a great question. I mean, I I think back. It's it's hard for me sometimes to not when I think about these questions to go back to Sunday school, right? <clears throat> and mm-hmm. kind of think about, you know, you talk about creation, you talk about the seven days. I right. really go back to Sunday school, right? And you know, going through each day and learning what God did in each day, and <clears throat> you kind of go through, and you get to the sixth day. And then it's, and then on the seventh day, God rested. That creation occurred in six days, and then God rested on the seventh. 
and I, I after be, having been in Sunday school, I spent a lot of time um, teaching in Sunday school later on, right? Being a youth pastor and spending time, you know, with kids that, kids that way. And, you know, whenever we would go over creation and I would, you know, ask the question, so, you know, in how many days did God create? And then, you know, the ones that were paying attention would <laughs> say six. I would say, no, you're wrong. Hmm. He created over seven days. Because on the seventh day, he created rest. Right? It's a, it's a mm. different way of looking at it, right? Um, yeah, he rested, yeah. but it was actually a creative act to institute rest, right? So your question is, did he need to rest? No, mm. obviously not, right? Because he is... He is uh, not in the sense of like a physical strength more like yeah like you said more like a a celebration of yeah like yeah yeah not from not a rest in the sense of that oh man those galaxies were heavy (laughs) right um but this idea if he he institutes he creates this Mm. conception of rest um which is really kind of a beautiful thing to think about that is it was his rest was actually part of the created order, not something that happened after the created order. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So I, I, in Mark chapter two, um, Jesus says that the Sabbath was made for man mm-hmm. and not man for the Sabbath. So there you see God instituted rest not as because he needed it but because we needed it as part of the created order. And he understood if anyone's going to understand what we need mm. it's it's going to be the creator the creator God. And um you know and all the implications that come you know out of that and from that and the way our lives are, are the rhythms of our life are, are sort of set all kind of proceed from that but yeah I think it's just a different sort of mindset to think of rest as built into the created order as opposed to something that happened outside the created order I think that's an interesting way to th- kind of think about it look at it thank you Pastor Willie that was good um, this kind of um, is like a, probably like a follow up question to sum it all up um, about Sabbath uh, you mentioned rest was the seventh day that was created um so now coming into the the new covenant uh, right now how should christians now observe sabbath compared to the old covenant is it wrong to use this as a form of discipline in our lives right now or which helps us become closer to god but with doing that uh there's also the implication of you know seeing it as a legalistic kind of way. So how what's the balance in the Sabbath? Yeah, we opened up the sermon with some statistics, mm. right? And it was really fascinating, right? It was, it was a lot of numbers, right? So mm. <clears throat> again, for, you know, if, if you hadn't listened to sermon and for some reason you, you jumped in, right, we... <clears throat> the um, Bureau of Labor Statistics puts out 
every year at the American Time Use Survey, and they've done that for the past 20 years, <clears throat> basically I'm, I'm trying to understand how Americans use their time in a day. 24 hours in a day, the average American on average uses how many, how much of that time for these different large big bucket categories like leisure and sleep and household work and all these things. One of the big categories is um, religious and spiritual activities. And for Americans in 2022, on average, they used eight minutes out of 24 hours in a day on religious and spiritual activities. I was going to say 30, but that... We had, we had a guest in the sermon <laughs> during during the sermon of 10 minutes, which is pretty close, right? Mm. Um, so you can take from that, right? That there's there's a probably a concentrated group of folks that are actually doing that, and then there's a wide number of people that aren't doing any religious spiritual activities that are bringing mm. that number that average number way down, right? Um, so that I say that to mean that in the broader context of our culture, this culture cultural context that we live in, the idea of taking time and setting it apart and making it, dedicating it, making, consecrating it, making it sacred, making it um, holy. Mm. That concept is, is not in the culture. So the question is, are we being influenced by the culture as Christians or are we as Christians influencing the culture? And I would say in large part when it comes to the Sabbath, we've taken on more of the cultural mindset that kind of has a more laissez-faire sort of attitude towards us having the kind of like dedicating time, like valuing it in that sort of way, setting it apart, consecrating it. We've been influenced more by the culture than we've yeah. influenced the culture. Um <clears throat> But I think, see, I, I think we just don't think of it in a broad sense. And by that, I mean this, right? So, <clears throat> Neil, what if I told you hmm. that you could take a uh, seven-week vacation? That would where be wonderful. <laughs> where the focus of that was to focus on reading God's word, mm. hearing God's word taught, um, worshiping and praising God, praying to God, being with other like-minded believers, and um, resting your body and mind. It, does this sound good? That sounds great. You like that? Yeah. We have sun one Sunday every week mm. over fifty two weeks over a year. What does that add up to? Oh no, <laughs> seven <laughs> a little over seven yeah. seven weeks. Seven right? weeks, yeah, that's. Uh... So, but I don't think we don't we don't conceptual conceptualize it that sort of way. Mm. Like, what would it do for our spiritual life if we said, "Hey, I'm going to take seven weeks." consecutively right mm -hmm. and 
consecrate it, set it apart, and zero in and focus on what is important, Hmm. what kind of impact would that have on our year? I think it had a profound impact, right? Yeah. So when we don't prioritize Sunday mm. and the things that go along with Sunday, which is the regular gathering and meeting of believers and fellowships and, and, and f- yeah, and, and all of that, um, I, I think we're doing detriment to ourselves. But yeah, I, but, yeah, but I, we don't see the cumulative effect uh, of the rhythmic resting we don't think of it in a cumulative sort of way think mm. about this right so it's basically a seventh right of days right mm. so if you live 70 years and you regularly practice sabbath 10 years of sabbath oh. in 70 years imagine in a, in a lifetime taking 10 years and just saying all right this 10 years i'm gonna focus on this See, I, yeah, see, I, I, see I, I don't think I don't think we really think of it that way. I don't think we take the time to, to, to think of it in that sort of way. We don't, yeah. So rest, the Sabbath is kind of a snapshot of rest. That, um, if we can employ it, I think give some focus on, rather than being influenced by the culture, allow us to influence the culture and say the sabbath right it's an opportunity it's an opportunity and it's a snapshot of rest that can go in both directions micro and macro so think about in just in a day do we build in sabbath into our day right do we have a quiet time time where we just pause to read god's word to pray know five minutes ten minutes whatever it is mm-hmm. right micro sabbath if you will right do we do that have we built those those pauses into into our day even more micro than that right you get into when we're in individual moments mm. and thoughts arise in our mind or <coughs> Doubts arise in our mind. Can we stop? Can we pause? Even more micro Sabbath. And you can go out, but then it goes out to the ma- macro level where we think about all the way out to the eternal rest. Right. So I, I, I just think we don't, I just think we don't think of it in this way. I think sometimes maybe we're, we're too close to it if we've you know grown up in church and we just kind of, yeah. gotten habitual and also I think we're being influenced by the culture more than we're influencing the culture and um, yeah I mean I think we th- I think we just kind of think of the of Sunday as part of the weekend yeah, yeah. it's not it's, yep. it's the first day yeah Sunday is not really the part of the weekend day. yeah it's the first it's the first day so I think it's just it just I think we could we could benefit from a reorienting of how we have how we how we view it right I think if you think of it in those ways I think it's helpful for us. So when are we starting Sabbath year? <laughs> it's, it's we're doing it right now. We're doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that's I feel like um, it's a lot of um, 
everywhere it's different like like you said perspective like how you view it but also culture is a lot there's a lot of uh, focus on that and we sp- we don't even realize we spend so much time during the week doing other stuff right like games or like you know watching something you yeah. don't even realize how much that time hey. passes away go take a look at the american time use right. survey for 2022 <laughs> see how much time we spend on leisure yeah, that's it, it, it breaks it down and it pales in comparison to how much time in the culture is focused on you know on that so yeah, yeah it's worth it to stop and evaluate how we're using our our time um when i do when i've done marriage counseling mm. one of the um exercises for the couple to do after one of the sessions is to go back um, separately do their weekly schedule mm-hmm. and go day by day and what they do on each day and break out the amount of hours that they do whatever the activities that they do to do that separately mm-hmm. and then come together share their schedules with each other and then create what a common schedule would look like for mm. both of them as married people mm. and every time I've done this activity and they come back, they uh, always come back with, man, when you break out the hours and how much time, they, yeah. they, they always get insight into, I didn't realize, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, it's worth considering. Thank you, Pastor Willie. Yeah. That, uh, that was good. Um, going into this week, uh, do we have any questions to think about? Yes, just a couple questions uh, this week. So the first is just dovetailing nicely off of what we just talked about. So as you look at, your Sunday, like how is Sunday different and set apart for you and your family? Um, you know, and, and that's things like going to church, but to ask that question, one, how, how is Sunday different and set apart? And then two, what, what else could you do to dedicate the day and the time mm. in such a way um, that it practices sort of this, sabbath concept for you for your family um yeah to just kind of evaluate and think that's question number one and the second question the last question is um is how do you build rhythms of rest into your life like do you do that intentionally so you know do you have a time set apart during the day where there's pause do you have time during the week you think about it in a monthly sort of way, in a yearly sort of way. How do you evaluate rest in your life, and how do you build rhythms and rest? Ri- how do you build rhythms of rest into your life? Thinking back to how God, with intention and purpose, on the seventh day, created rest. Right, leveraging that. How are you intentionally building rhythms of rest into your life? All right. Thank you, Pastor Billy. That was wonderful. Um, <clears throat> so as we heard, Sabbath for us is interpreted through the Christ event. When we believe in Jesus, we enter into the rest he promised, uh, which is the eternal Sabbath. Um, so uh, thank you, Pastor Billy, again. Um, this was uh, fruitful. Um, and as we go into this week, let us uh, think about these questions. And until next Sunday, let us strive to live all of life to the glory of God.